and welcome, folks, to episode 51 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. The never-ending story. <laughs> so random. No, that, that's that's for Stewie Poos. He'll know. He'll know. He'll know. Okay. I was expecting something birthday related because this is our two-year anniversary special. It's a birthday. It's party like it's your birthday. <laughs> that really didn't work as well as the other thing, did it? No. We've got your kazoo. Oh, where's the kazoo? Hang on. What do you want? What do you want? I can tambourine. Nice. Got the little uh, the drum for Chinese New Year. Uh, where's the is it uh, the maraca? Oh, what's this? Right. <whistles> oh, hang on, found it, found it, found it, found it. Well, that was an anticlimax, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it's our two-year anniversary special. Two years, man. Almost to the day, in fact. I know, right? It's weird. I, the, I shared the little post that we put up with. I saw, something yeah. Something exciting coming. Yes, I saw that today, earlier on <laughs> Facebook. That's In, two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Unbelievable that we've been ploughing this field for two years, isn't it? I know. What well, we know, we're the, the longest running Dice Masters podcast, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hi Isaac, you're right. <laughs> yes. Good evening, Isaac. Um, yeah, so here we are for our two-year anniversary special. Um, normal programming will resume on our next episode. However, this one we've got loads and loads and loads of birthday celebration awesomeness for you, dear dear listeners. So, uh, have we actually got any Dice Masters content at all planned? We have got uh, many guests on this show. However, one such guest that we talked to does have some Dice Masters-related information. Yes, that's 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 right because yes. not, not only have we got all the celebratory activity and all the you know the plaudits and accolades and attention coming our way, but we've actually got a little present on our two-year anniversary to give to you, listeners. That's right. It's a biggie as well, and say little present. Mm. It's, it's a cracker. It is a cracker. Yeah. So loads going on in this episode. Are we are we doing the usual introy stuff? Or are we just going to get into the fun stuff? Yeah, let's do the intro stuff. It's what, it's what people like, I'm sure. Okay, well, what have you been up to for the last two weeks since we last recorded? Uh, well, I flew out to Canada. Mm. Oh, sure, yeah, that's right. Canada Nets. Mm. And how that's did that go? Well, it went better than expected. Oh, really? After my uh, debacle in uh, in the US, I had the same plan. So right. I had my clone passport. Oh, sure, yeah. Went over there. Yeah. I cloned Laurier's passport. Oh, good choice. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I had to enter the country of Laurier. Entered the competition as Laurier. Right. Won the competition as Laurier. Oh, my word. Canada National Champion 2019. Oh, well, congratulations. That deserves a round of applause. Thank you very much. Yeah. Did nobody recognise you? No. Well, I I suppose it's because we did the podcast, don't we? Not many people see my face. Right. And so did you put on a voice? A boot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good. That was quite authentic. Did you apologise a lot? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, a boot. (laughs) <laughs> well congratulations on your canadian nationals win uh, it was good but i did play a really spammy team so i don't think that you know the credit should be all there uh 
Well, you know, I suppose whatever whatever you have to do to win. If if yeah. uh, winning a national tournament is that important to you, then that's what that's what you're going to have to do. It's like wins a win. Yeah, it's like back in the, like back in the days of Bard, isn't it? To quote my man Peter Van der Velde, yeah, I didn't go there to make friends. I went there to win. Yeah. Did you get all to anything else under your assumed identity? Nothing I could speak about in public. Okay, sure. But Laurier can maybe expect a knock on the door imminently. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll enjoy those those magazine subscriptions I organised for him. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. okay. Anyway, Canadian Nationals. Anything else in the last two weeks? I suppose that probably filled up the best part of your time, did it? Yeah, it did take up a lot of time. Other than that, uh, just the, the, the games with you. Oh, got a, a cunning idea for UK Nats. Oh, right. uh, that I've been working on. Okay. Uh, don't want won't go on it too much else. It'd be a little bit cryptic, but uh, might be something. Might not be something. A bit of practice will uh, will tell. Oh, you're talking about your team. Yes. What did you think I was talking about? Like, uh, I, I don't know. Actually, at UK Nats, you had a really cunning idea. Something <laughs> like an epic prank <laughs> yeah. or something you were going to yeah, poison the water so that I'm the only one left standing. Well, as you'll hear later, that we we have a we have an aim, a goal, a target for UK Nats if we ever actually get a date for it uh-huh. uh, in our interview later on we're set, we discuss a, a particular challenge around UK Nats oh yeah yeah, I forgot about that bit <clears throat> yeah so uh, stay tuned to hear what that one is uh, on the subject of Canada Nationals uh, as a matter of fact uh, our man on the ground Ben Scott captured some audio for us on the day uh, and we'll be doing a, a Canadian Nationals coverage piece in our next episode, in episode 52. So be sure to come back in two weeks' time for that. Yeah, next episode. Because our birthday is more important than a national championship coverage, isn't it? Yes, although less professional, apparently. <laughs> I don't think we've ever been called professional. No, that now? Uh, yeah, exactly. Not not once. Not even in my job am I called professional. <laughs> um, I've been called a lot of things in my job, but not professional. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you will work those night jobs in those strange locations. Back alleys. Yeah, it's bound to attract some some strange folk with some interesting vocabulary. (laughs) Don't know where you're going with that, but what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Uh, So, let me think now. So, down at Element Games, we've been playing an exclusion league. So, each week, the top winning team gets eliminated. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so that was quite fun. So, um, so we we eliminated a couple of teams worth of cards just last night, and then for the for the coming weeks we'll be doing the same uh, with the fam. Uh, I picked up a a new game that kind of caught my eye called Dice Throne. Oh, okay. I think I've seen something about that on the Facebook. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Um, so it was a Kickstarter. It's into its season two. I've kind of had my eye on it for a while, but it's quite expensive just to kind of buy outright and find out that you don't like it. You know. Right. Um, but it's a two-player game, which is why it's caught me eye, because obviously me and the hashtag wife are into uh, two-player games. Uh, and so, but they've done this kind of um, two-player like mini pack. Okay. With just two two of the two of the characters in out of the out of the main set to give a try, and it's, I mean, it's actually pretty good. It's kind of it's a little bit dice mastersy actually. Really? Yeah. So we'll give it another couple of tries and see if it sticks, and if it does, I might fork out for the full game. Well, that's quite cool. I'll have to have a look into that. Yeah, and then me and the kids played a bit of uh, Love Letter, Batman Love Letter, the other day. Cool, I like Love Letter. Yeah, it's a, it's a belter game, isn't it? And the kids are just kind of getting old enough now to sort of understand the uh, 
some of the more the the subtleties of some of the strategy around mm. it as well. So it's a bit more of an actual game rather than just throwing cards down randomly. Cool beans. Oh yeah, still got this cough. Still on my chest, mate. Dear, that's not right. Yeah, I can't. You need to get, get get yourself some Benelin. Mm, yeah, I need something to take it off the chest for sure. Yeah, so that's that's my last two weeks. I don't think there was anything else. If there was, it was probably just some, probably a bit of past the panda. I think we had past the pandas out. I don't know. We play games all the time. I can't keep track of this stuff. No, perhaps. Cool. Um, let's, let's get into the the juicy content. Let's tell them what we've we've got going on because there's loads of cool stuff this episode. There is loads of cool stuff. So uh, the, I suppose the first thing to point out is that those who entered our raffle. Today's the day that we draw and announce the winners. So you'll be listening intently, I'm sure. There's many people who've got their eye on that coveted Ministry of Ice wooden spoon. Uh, so we'll get the draw done and announce the winners in this very episode. That's very exciting. Then what's next? Uh, what is next? Depends what order we do it in. I'm not sure if we've really worked it out then. We've got uh, uh, my present to you. Oh yeah, very excited, although my present's fallen through. But I've told you in advance that my presence fallen through, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah. Long, long and short of that, folks, if anyone's interested. In order to get a Wikipedia page, simply existing is not sufficient. <laughs> you have to have references from credible yeah, sources. Absolutely. Your, your, your existence must be witnessed and verified from a, from a third-party source. However, not a third-party source, you know, like the ones that verify us. No, you, you have to basically have an international newspaper write about you before they're even convinced that you're worth putting into their open source democratic encyclopedia. But we're working on it. What's this space? However, Andy, you've got your present for me today. So even though mine fell through, well, I'm very excited to see what you've got. You've got there for me. We've got the award ceremony. Very prestigious. Put on your uh, bow tie and tuxedo. Yes, absolutely. Get your get your glad rags on. Make your way down the red carpet. It's time for the MOD PFTOPs. Well done. No, not well done. I think I missed a letter out. Ah. It's time for the MOD PAFTOP. No, I did get it right. Yes. Clap again. Clap again. I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll just make it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very exciting. We've got the uh, Ministry of Dice Presents Awards for its own. Podcasting content. Yeah, I think I've missed a C out. All right. Anyway, is the is the Ministry of Dice Award thing? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've asked along some very special guests to present those awards, but also it serves as a kind of a little look back, I suppose. More importantly, a little bit of a look back at some of the content and some of the highlights from the Ministry of Dice over the last two years. No, it's good. I've listened to quite a few episodes just trawling through for little clippets, and um, yeah, a bit of nostalgia going back. Listen to our first episode. What couple of bimbling idiots we were then. Not that we've changed <laughs> at all. Yeah, I'm about to say. How is that God. any different? But you mean, like, we just, like, the, the, that's just not proving the point. Um, <laughs> the, the first episode it took us half an hour before you could get that first little intro out. Oh, were you listening to the raw? You were listening to the raw audio, were you? Not just the completed episode. No, the completed episodes. We say it. You're like, oh, thank God I did that. Right, took me <laughs> half an hour. Now, now I, now I smashed that bad boy out like like nobody's business. Hello and welcome, folks. Just like, you know, bang, locked in, bedded in. Yeah, 
Um, so yeah, it'll serve as a nice little look back over the last two years at some of the highlights from the Ministry of Dice. Then we have a very special guest appearance. Very special indeed. Are we going to point out to folks who it is now? We should do it now, shouldn't we? Keep them interested. Yeah, absolutely. So they, they listen through to the end. So we have Jimmy from WizKids has come on and he's come to have a conversation with us about the upcoming Worlds Dice Masters Worlds event that's taking place at Gracelands in Memphis. So a really interesting segment there. We got an opportunity to ask Jimmy a few questions about some of the stuff that will be going on. Um, he gave us a little bit more details and information about um, some of the bits and bats that are involved in that event there. So a special treat from us to you. We, we basically gaffer-taped into a chair and forced him to have a conversation with us. Yeah, and it, it, I'm very jealous. Ah, uh, yeah, very. Exactly. Very jealous. That okay. kids weekender sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just it's just so prohibitive for us over here. Thank you very much. Yeah, but UK listeners, uh, in spite of it being about uh, worlds and you know the likelihood is that many of us will not be able to attend that. Just just the flights alone are nearly a grand. We do discuss a little bit about UK Nats, probably not as much as we would have liked or you would have liked, but uh, Jimmy sets us a very interesting challenge. Um, so stick around for that at the very least uh, and then we've got some listener correspondence yeah. we do we do indeed uh, and that will bring us to the conclusion of our two year anniversary celebration it's a good episode yeah we hope you enjoy it uh, thank you yeah I suppose uh, uh, we'll say thank you so very much for being along on this crazy ride as I explained on Facebook the other day we're just two man children playing about <laughs> it's it seems to me yeah. that a lot of you like to listen to two man children play her out so our grateful thanks what does it say about you listeners eh? uh, yeah absolutely who's Don't the say. fool <laughs> <laughs> i'd like to say a big thank you to jocelyn for our presence oh yes absolutely um so uh, jocelyn has uh, very generously sent us over a couple of her uh, handmade uh, dice bags but she's customized them with the ministry of dice symbol at the base of the dice bag she sent me a dc one because she knows i'm a dc fan and we've got a marvel one for andy uh, if anyone's interested in the i mean it's a i know you've not seen yours yet mate because it's still up here with me in manchester but it's really well made it does look very nice very, yeah, very nice lovely yeah great choice of dc characters some nice classic justice league artwork on there for me uh, but jocelyn's etsy store where she makes these dice bags if anyone's interested oh uh, i'll be using mine on the stream this evening also um is called jostitch as in j-o-c-e jocelyn and then stitch spelt stitch ah clever yeah like it like it um so uh, and she ships worldwide so uh, if you if you like the look at the dice bag i'm using on the youtube stream which will have gone out last Wednesday, as of you listening to this. And then please go take a look at Jocelyn's stuff. But yeah, thank you very much, Jocelyn. And uh, I'm not going to read it out, but the uh, the message in the card was lovely too. Read it. No. Read it. No. Okay. No, don't want to embarrass her. Okay, I can't remember what it says. Well, see, the thing is, it's not fair on Jocelyn because there is clearly a kind of a bit of a, a sort of sexual attraction undertone towards me. <laughs> and, and you know, reading it on the page is one thing, but to read it out aloud, it'll get a little bit kind of, you know, 50 shades of gray audio book. And it's just, it's just not right to do that. My mum would be well pissed. Exactly. Yeah. And then it'd just be dangerous. And then your mum would be out to Canada hunting Jocelyn down and it'll be a thing. So, uh, <laughs> but thank you very much, Jocelyn. We really appreciate um, your thoughts. Yeah. 
Right, let's get on with the show, shall we? Nah, let's talk randomly for half an hour. <laughs> Bin the rest off and just we, end the podcast. We can't. We're due to. Uh, we're due to start the stream in a in a very short amount of time. We need to. Oh, it is on. quite a short amount of time, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> we need to crack on. Oh, I happily to get rid of the games. I need to get back to trawling troll, through our previous episodes and put together the uh, award ceremony that we've not recorded yet because that's going to be a mish. You better appreciate how good that sounds, or if it sounds bad, that's because it was really hard work. <laughs> either way enjoy I, like, it. I like what you're doing with the expectation game there yeah either way enjoy it right well without further ado then let's get into the content all right then ladies and gents more two-year anniversary hootenanny celebrations for y'all all that means now we're gonna have to put this segment in after the other segment doesn't it mm. It'll be we'll see yeah, uh, and now's the time for us to announce the ministry of dice raffle winners woo exciting times yes yeah that's so, a good raffle mm, we do love a good raffle at the mod i think it's a fine british tradition raffling yeah and a tombola tombola yeah well a couple of weeks ago um i put the post up on facebook we were looking for some uh, kind and generous support from the listeners to help us out with some of our subscription renewals as the second year anniversary came up so did all the reminder <laughs> emails uh but you know we don't like to just put our hand out um, so we decided to run a fundraising raffle with a range of prizes, the least of which is the Ministry of Dice accessory pack, uh, but the best of which, although that's arguable, really, from based on the response, yeah. <laughs> is the alt art Alex Ross Hulk Green Goliath. My, ve- my very own, right out of my binder. It's still in there. It's, it's never left it since, since I acquired it. I don't think there's that many of them around. No, I'm not sure that there is. I'm not sure that there is, yeah. Mm. Um, so the, the 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 total prize count we've got the, the Ministry of Dice uh, well to start at the bottom in fact we've got the autographed common cape bishop and the Ministry of Dice wooden spoon we have a Ministry of Dice accessory pack which includes uh, the five turn dice it includes the basic action indicator cards and the tokens the general use tokens for whatever you may choose to use them for we have a super size super size super size a super spies promo set a stark industries promo set uh our friend stuart uh, also produced some ministry of dice themed alt art cards so we've got an iron fist a deadpool and a strad although hopefully you all notice the small print there's no dice with the iron fist and the strad just to be very clear then uh, as the raffle ticket sales increased and more and more people were pitching in and getting involved, uh, I decided to throw a bonus wooden spoon into the mix. So there's two of the Ministry of Ice wooden spoons. And also because it seemed to be the one that everybody was most interested in winning. Two wooden spoons? Yeah. I, I don't know what that's all about. Showering them with gifts. Yeah, absolutely. So I have uh, an Excel little sexy spreadsheet thing where I have allocated each individual. Oh, you could buy multiple tickets as well. I should uh, let that be known just in case someone comes up twice now. So I've uh, allocated everybody uh, numbers, ticket numbers, and then I've downloaded a random number generator app on my phone. It's called Pretty Random, if anyone's interested in. I don't know, random, <laughs> random number generator, generator apps. apps. Yeah, it's covered in adverts though. Uh, and what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to fire off the numbers, check against the raffle tickets, and announce the winners. Cool. So what we? Uh, what's the first prize that we're going to? So the first one on the list here is the autographed common cape bishop and the wooden spoon. Altogether. Uh, yeah, the 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 first prize was like a combo, was it? Oh, actually, I better check the original post. I thought it was on the notes I have made. <laughs> for this segment have i got uh, to sign it 
Yeah, we've not we've not done the signing yet. Okay. Okay. Um, let me just check. A common Kate Bishop signed, autographed by the MOD and a coveted Ministry of Dice Wooden Spoon. Yeah, it's a wow. It's a two for this one. So here we go. I'm going to hit randomise. You ready? To roll, please. And it's number 41. Let's scroll down on my chart and... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is it me? No, it's not you. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be very pleased, but I'm not pleased about it. It's uh, Ryan Slater from Chris Holmes' Game Room. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey, imagine where that spoon's going to go. Yeah, it horrifies me to think. He really wanted the wooden spoon as well, so he'd be well chuffed. <laughs> Get a pot of Vaseline to go with it. <laughs> I'm less enamoured by that, but okay. Well, there you go. So, congratulations, congratulations. Ryan. We'll Thank aut- you. autograph up a common Kate Bishop and a wooden spoon. PM me your postal address, and I'll get that out into the into the post to you in the next few days. Right on to the Ministry of Dice accessory pack. Then I'm hitting randomise. Drum roll, please. And we have number eighty-five. Here we go, scrolling down to number 85, and the winner is Andrew May. Well done, Andrew. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, so, Andy, again, PM us at the Ministry of Dice Facebook page, or hit the contact us button number at roller6.com blog. Let us know your postal address, and we'll make arrangements to get that out to you. Right yeah, then, next. We're lucking out on postage costs so far, aren't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, these are both uh, US-based. Oh, uh, is Andy in the US? Yeah, he's US, yes. Andy May, in the uh... Oh well. Well, it is. Mean? It is what it is, I suppose. Here we go then. So onto the Super Spies promo set. Hitting randomised now, and we have. Oh, it's another eighty, eighty-nine. Let's have a look, and that is Oliver James. Oh. Well done, Oliver. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. So again, PM us. Let us know your postal address. We'll get that out to you. I think Oliver's a UK guy, actually. Yeah, I think I played him in Phonats. Is it, yeah, with the collector team? Yes, yeah. Was that Oliver? Yeah, I think so. Well, I hope so, otherwise that's very embarrassing for you. Yeah, true. Well, actually, now I think about it, it's embarrassing for both of us, because I came, joined your call and had an atom with him. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'd already opened the wine by that point, so... Swift editing. Yeah, I will just take that out. Uh, <laughs> moving on swiftly, uh, the Stark Industries promo set. I'm going to hit randomise, here we go. And we have number 21. So I'll scroll up on my chart. Number 21 is... Oh, that's lovely. It's Duncan. Hey. That's going to save me. So Duncan's a local yeah. player to me in Stockport. So I'll I'll drop that off with him at our next Tuesday night get-together. Thank you very much, Duncan, Duncan. For, your, if you, for your contribution. Uh, and I'll bring that along on Tuesday night. Okay, now into the Stuart stuff. So we're on... Uh, the first one out is the Iron Fist... I'm going to hit randomise. And we have number 53. 53, come on down. Where are you? Oh, uh, 53 is Arch. Oh, congratulations, Arch. Yeah, thank congr- you. Yep, yeah, so uh, I may even already have Arch's postal address, actually, because I've sent him some stuff, I think, in the past. Uh, yeah. But just, just to be on the safe side, Arch. <laughs> what kind of things have you sent him? You know, just stuff to well wish him on the Rolling Thunder journey, like packaged dog feces and... <laughs> <laughs> I 
notes with, yeah. you know where you've cut them out of the newspaper uh, cut the letters out of the newspaper the MOD are better you know stuff like that stuff like that <laughs> yeah, it's all sent with I love that. it's all sent with love yeah a couple of times I sent just random notes saying uh, Lucan's better <laughs> that's true <though>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love El Segundo I think that was the one that gave it away actually to be fair <laughs> so yeah that was Argent number 53 okay uh, next up is the Stuart Deadpool I'm hitting randomise and we have 32. 32, come on down. Who have we got? Oh, it's Alex. Alex. Alex Dickerson. Oh, congratulations, yeah. Alex. We've met Alex a couple of times. He's come along to our MOD PDMs. Thank you very much for your contribution and your entry there, Alex. You've won the... Uh, which one did I say? It was the Deadpool I've just done, isn't it? Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, drop us a note with your postal address. We'll get that sorted out for you. Uh, I'm going to keep this trader rolling because it can be very boring otherwise. We've got the Stuart Strad, and I'm going to hit randomize. Here we go. And we have 63. Let's have a look. 63. Giordo! 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 Thank you, Matthew, for entering and your contribution to the Ministry of Dice cause. You have the Stuart Alternative Strad card. I've definitely got Matt's postal address, so I'll get that out to you, Matthew. Although, again, that's another international... <laughs> Oh dear! Right now, moving on to the biggie, we've got the Hulk Green Goliath, the Altar oh, Hulk Green Goliath. Yeah, all right. And that's not right, though. That's kind of like a competitive thing, isn't it? What's a good? Right here we go. Hit randomize. And we have number seventy-nine. Who's number seventy-nine? Let's have a look. It's Brian Livett. Congratulations, Brian Livitt. Yeah, congratulations, Brian. Um, so, Brian, PM us um, at the Facebook page. Let us know. I'm not sure where Brian is. Is Brian a UK guy? Well, I don't know. I'm no, not sure I've ever spoken to Brian. No. This However, if you are looking for a Hulk, I'll tell it Hit our Brian, because he's got one now. He has indeed, yeah. So okay. Soon. Uh, but now, the moment of truth. It's time for the bonus wooden spoon. Bonus wooden spoon. Bonus wooden spoon. So here we go. I'm hitting randomise. And we have number 24. 24. Duncan was... What was Duncan? He was 21. But no, it's not Duncan again. It's Zach Pope from James and Zach Play Dice Masters. Congratulations, Zach. Yeah, well done, Zach. Yeah, Uh, great. Excellent. Uh, Once again, Zach, and and to all of you, thank you very much for your contribution. Thank you. Get your postal addresses over to us. We'll send those out. There may be other random things going in the envelope, um, but probably better than what I send, Arj. Um, No more dog dog feces. So nicely put. Yes. I have a way with the the words. Feces is a weird word, isn't it? Feces. Yeah. It's not nice. I, I was pausing for a minute to to dive into the filing cabinet of my brain to see if there was a little known fact for the listeners that I know about feces. <laughs> I think we've said feces too many times on one podcast. This is a celebration podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes, it is. Let's move away from the feces. Um, <laughs> congratulations to all our raffle winners. Thank you so very much for entering. Our commiserations to those uh, who bought tickets and, and have not won anything today. Uh, but we thank you so very much from the bottom of our heart for helping us out and keeping the lights on, as Ryan would say. We yeah. are re- really just super grateful. Um, it was overwhelming. We thought maybe we'd get a couple of quid just to keep us ticking over. Um, and you guys have most definitely helped us secure a, another year of Ministry of Ice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry of Dice stuff. Yeah, Ministry of Dice stuff. Well, you know, I say that because we've got the Brit Roller 6 blog, we've got the podcast, obviously, there's the YouTube stuff, all of that, you know, doesn't come with the cost of YouTube. And all not that. Yeah, anyway. No, not yet, true. Although, hashtag catch the cookers, guys. Yeah, don't forget, that's been uh, stagnant for a while. 62 we're stuck at. Mm. Yeah, there's been a few weeks at 62, so, you know, why not console yourself if you've not not won a prize um, by heading on over to our YouTube channel and hitting the like and subscribe. Maybe watch a couple to cheer yourself up. But if you did win today, why not head on over to the YouTube channel and celebrate by watching me defeat Andy. Sometimes. Most of the time. Occasionally. (laughs) Not not when it counts. (laughs) Okay, moving on to the next segment. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Andy, my man, you won't believe who's written to us here at BritRoller6.com Towers. Who? Alan Silvestri. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that joke might not make sense, depending on how we edit. (laughs) Or was it John Williams? John Williams, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, shall I read it to you? It'll become very apparent when I start to read it to you who, who's written into us. Yeah, 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 go for it. Perhaps our biggest fan, in fact. Yeah. Um, so here Not we go. Slow. Uh, no, no, uh, even even more prestigious fan than that. Uh, no offence intended, Mark. There is yeah. no one more prestigious than Mark Sloan. Uh, sure, sure, okay, but you'll understand. You'll understand. Let me let me get. I'll read it to you and and. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, dear Chris and Andy. One is overjoyed to be once again writing to the finest of our nation's ministries in celebration of yet another landmark achievement. Happy second birthday. One always enjoyed the podcast through your first year, but now one has the pleasure of your Wednesday night live game streams on YouTube. It could not have arrived at a more auspicious time, what with the Game of Thrones finale and the long wait for season three of The Crown, leaving a large gap in the royal schedule. Many a Wednesday have Philip and I settled down in Buckingham Palace's viewing room with a glass of limoncello and the corgis snoozing on the rug at our feet, learning the ways of winning weekly with direct damage and discussing how Andrew's best days are clearly behind him. It is particularly useful as an educational experience. We often watch to tutor the grandchildren on the use of the Anglo-Saxon and to become accustomed to the understanding of accents from commoners ready for the day that they may rule the realm. I would be remiss not to mention the great guests on the podcast too. The Ministry of Dice are true ambassadors to the realm and have done more real work to maintain relations with the colonies and Europe than any other ministry in our government. You are to be commended as outstanding ambassadors for the Commonwealth and may you continue to be members of the world community despite whatever foolish decisions are made by members of our own parliament. Incidentally, one's master of the household has had a romping good time running that El Segundo chap's Mr Fix-It list against the Chamberlain's Awaken team, although now the Chamberlain is somewhat distraught at the decision to nerf Energy Fields Global. 
I look forward to writing once again in 2020 to congratulate you on a third year. Continue as you are, and an OBE will inevitably be awarded. I have some sway with the committee, don't you know? Tinkety Tonk Old Fruits and down with the Brexit Party. Yours sincerely, Her Royal Highness, Queen Elizabeth II. Ooh, isn't that nice? Yeah, very thoughtful. Thank you, Lizzie. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. That's, can you, that's probably got the most Dice Masters content in all of the, epi- the segments <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> well, she's on top of the game. I don't know what to tell you, Mum. She's she going to be at Nets? Uh, well, she, out in Worlds. Yeah, coming to Graceland, <laughs> Royal <laughs> Highness. Have a smash face for the Iceman. Yeah, win it for us, please, Mom. Six Towers, inaugural Ministry of Dice Awards ceremony for their own content. Take your seats, folks, for the exciting extravaganza. And here's your host, the true Mr. Six himself, Chris Williams, and Andy, a.k.a. the other guy. Yes, welcome, folks. It's the Ministry of Dice Presents awards for its own podcast content here today it's the first one ever folks but hopefully an institution an event of the year that you'll all be eager to tune into we have collated the data from the survey passed it along to price waterhouse coopers who then created the shortlist and put it in front of the committee who sweated for weeks they debated they discussed they argued over that shortlist and now today we have for your listening pleasure the four shortlisted nominees and the announcement of the winners for the mod t p t thing 2019 <laughs> <laughs> so our first award of the evening is the most informative suggestion or card recommendation from the Ministry of Dice. And here to present the award, we have Reg from Dice Masters in the Great White North. For those that don't know my voice, I'm Reg from Dice Masters in the Great North. Congrats to Andy and Chris for all you do for the community. Thank you for letting me be a part of your award show. The Ministry of Dice is a podcast from a pair of accomplished players. And they do have a member, Andy. That even went to world, you know. <laughs> the listeners undoubtedly tune into this podcast for the vast and deep knowledge of the game for tips and ideas to enhance their team building experience from this duo. Here are the nominees for most informative suggestion, card recommendation, or combo idea from the Ministry of Dice. Common Kate Bishop and her untapped potential. 
Yeah, Banhammer, Common Kate Bishop needs gone. It's overpowered. It's just ridiculous. Kingpin. Any rarity is overlooked. All right, well, um, uh, do you know um, Kingpin used to churn dice? Did he? Yeah, he used to move sidekicks from the news party prep area when he took damage. Shriek is the worst card in the game. There was a point in the night where I was getting a bit salty about Shriek. I'll happily admit it. And one of our regular players, Duncan, who will be pleased to hear his name mentioned on the podcast. Hi, Duncan. Uh, hi, Duncan. Yeah, he said, everyone, put your hand up if you bought Shriek in your first turn. And all five of them put their hand up. They bought Shriek in their first turn. And I just had a really rough time of it with that card. She's not healthy for the game at all. Batarang for whacking that annoying villain control. And that was it. Game over, really. And I tried to batarang the big guy, but I just couldn't quite get the batarangs and the bolts together. Yeah. So Spook did yeah. it on the Friday, yeah. And the winner is... Shriek is the worst card in the game. And here to accept the award... Well, I think I'm going to accept this one myself, shall I? <laughs> Playing this one. Yeah, Shriek. Yeah, Shriek absolutely is the worst card in the game. I'd like to thank all those principled players the world over who have seen the light and join the church of True Mr. Six, which has a, a very limited membership criteria. But one membership criteria above all else is that you shall not play Shriek, regardless, regardless of your blanking needs, regardless of how competitive the meta gets. It is simply the worst card in the game and should not exist. So I accept this award for all those principal players out there and wave it like a shame bell towards those unprincipled <laughs> players who buy it in their first turn. Thank you very much. Our next award of the evening is the best little known fact. And here to present the award, we have superfan... Mike Ingledew. 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 Not sharing his menu for dinner this evening. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me here. This podcast is so much more than just Dice Masters chat. It's informative. Whether it's mining the depths of Chris's encyclopedic knowledge of trivial facts or life lessons from Andy's past experiences, <laughs> there's always something new to learn. Here are the nominees for Best Little Known Fact or Random Patented Tangent. Number one, Paula's Dead Tangent. There are people now, there's a conspiracy theory that the Paul McCartney we now know, who's out and about touring, recording new albums, he's just had something out recently, painting, eating mm. vegetarian food, all that, all that good stuff, uh, is actually an imposter by the name of Billy Shears, William Shears, who was... Very was, detailed, isn't was, it? was a Beatles lookalike competition winner that the Beatles management and recording company found and replaced Paul with because they were such a lucrative band, they couldn't take the risk of Paul's death interrupting album sales. Number two, Andy was the original Tinky Winky actor. 
So little known fact for the listeners, Andy actually, in his youth, had a promising career as an actor and for a short period of time, for a season back in 1999, actually inhabited the Tinky Winky outfit on Teletubbies. <gasps> I didn't know you knew that. I did know that. I also knew they all came crashing down over that Nunu scandal that you've yet to actually talk about in public, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll move past that because I believe you and the cast are keeping that under wraps. I'm sure, there'll be a, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a tell-all autobiography on its way. Three. Chris is a multi-instrumentalist and was in Blazing Squad. It is a little known fact that Chris is already famous before he became Brit Roller Six. He was the founding member and main songwriter for the 90s superstar band Blazing Squad. <laughs> and and multi-instrumentalist. And, and multi-instrumentalist, yeah. yeah. Blazing Squad. God, that takes me back. Those were some days, mate. Those were some days. Four. Andy was an influence for M. Night Shyamalamalamalam. There's a live-action film as well, isn't there? Yeah, I don't think that's so good. That's M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalamalamalam. Yeah, sure. Little known fact for the listeners, actually. I don't know if if they know this, but uh, Andy, I've mentioned before, has had a long-standing career as an actor and in various roles on film sets through the years and M. Night Shyamalan actually used Andy as the stand-in for Bruce Willis in Unbreakable as the standing standing in the rain with the with the rain mac can you remember doing that mate yeah of course yeah it's because Bruce Willis of course didn't want to get his hair wet (laughs) didn't want to get his hair wet so Andy was the official Bruce Willis hair wet replacement so any scene that involved water you stood in for Brucey it's true. Do you know the bit in the village where she bunks over the wall when the car goes past and they're not actually in the past? Yes. Uh, that was my idea. I went, Shnamalamalan, I've got an idea. He went, Mandy, Mandy? He used to call me Mandy. That's brilliant. And the winner is... These envelopes are so hard to open. Just get it open. Andy was an influence for M. Night Shyamalamalamalam. Congratulations. Thank you very much for this awards. My life has been long and varied. My time in America, in Hollywood, has set me up for the future that I've had and uh, will have in the, in the, in the future, future-wise and future again. So I'd just like to say thank you, and I appreciate that you like hearing about my past experiences. Hopefully at some point I, I can win more awards. And here to present the award for the Best Ministry at Ice guest... We have superfan Chris Club. Despite their egomaniacal, attention-seeking behavior, the MOD can be quite generous in their airtime and endeavor to invite guests onto their podcasts to bring different perspectives, share ideas from around the community, and of course, face the gauntlet that is the bar. The nominees for Best Guest Appearance are Jimmy... There'd be a lot of interests worldwide in a, in a Ministry of Dice team pack. And, uh, you know, there's not much happening with that. I just wanted to sort of touch base. What are your thoughts on the MOD team pack? I mean, as, as Dice Masters players are often aware, there are delays or something that we can experience. And uh, the Ministry of Dice team pack is no different, right? Uh, sometimes the licensor gets in the way. Sometimes there's there's trouble in China. You just who, who knows what, it could, what could be keeping this held up for right now. Ben said, Scott. So next time, Ben, be sure to bring along. Uh, and no, I don't drink tea. You don't drink tea? 
No, all coffee. I know it's very weird. Well, in in some respects, it's a good thing you're about to emigrate out of the country because we might just have had to have run you out. Rip Thunderstone. So you ping him, ping, 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 and you're dead. Right. Okay. Not not the Hellfire Club one. I can't even remember what was that. That is the one with the Hellfire Club. You ping him with magic missile. You make him a big attack, like super big, like a big cheeseburger big, and right. then. You set Hellfire Club off, and everything goes like a deal of the century from one of my sponsors. And of course, DM Armada. You know, it's like, I have a great English accent, but there is no way I will do an English accent for someone from the UK because I just don't want to embarrass myself (laughs) (laughs) when the rubber meets the road it's just not it's not good without further ado the winner is the current canadian national champion ben said scott and here to accept the award we have ben scott himself wow guys what an honor i can't believe i was even nominated as best guest, let alone actually won. I mean, I'm not that honoured, because if I was that honoured, I'd be there with you today, but I'm slightly honoured. It's probably, you know, the 19th best thing I've achieved in Dice Masters, so thank you, really, really, thank you. Congratulations to Ben, and now on to our next award of the evening. We are here now to present the outstanding contribution, and Mississauga's finest... Jocelyn Bowmeister is here to present the award. This can't all be about the MOD, of course. Such a prestigious occasion as the MOD, PAF, TOPs should acknowledge the great stuff that others do for the community, too. So, the nominees for Outstanding Contribution to the Dice Masters community go to Paul Kushner. So as soon as one player has stated that they are ending their turn, the next player is the active player. If the person had, if the previous person had said they were ending their turn, then the person who was about to start their turn would be the active player and they would be turn zero. So basically, no matter which way that happens, Andy's wrong, right? That's quite likely. <laughs> the MOD. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Chris here, the True Mr. Six, writer and editor on the Brit Roller Six WordPress blog. And welcome to our first pilot episode. And joining me today to get this podcast started, we have the one, the only, Andy England, otherwise known as Andy E. (laughs) That's an inventive internet handle there, Chief. The UK... 2017 National Dice Masters Champion. Arj O'Neill. Rolling Thunder. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We were, we were batting around titles before and we cited that. And then after I bought, you know, the website uh, name, my wife was like, Rolling Thunder? You mean like a fart? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And Rip Thunderstone. Like when the Patriots take on the Rams, man. I love American football. I call it football, not American football, because I'm American. And the winner is... Rip Thunderstone! Congratulations, Rip. 
And so here to accept the award is Rip Thunderstone himself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'd like to say this was a surprise, but looking at the other guys that were nominated, I was clearly head and shoulders above the others for my contributions to the community and for the game of Dice Masters itself. It all started way back in 1972. Myself, Eric Lang, Mike Elliott, and Whoopi Goldberg were all sent to gaming prison for a crime we didn't commit. We promptly escaped from that maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. And wanted by the government, we survived as game designers as fortune. We were a crack team of game designers at that time. And we were covertly responsible for the likes of Pass the Pigs and Yahtzee. One day I had an idea. I had an epiphany, if you will. Even an epiphany. I saw small dice with icons and, and statistics coupled with cards with abilities and powers. I called it Card Masters. It was going to be big. I told my man Eric. And then lo and behold, 40 years later... Him and Mike, the trader, released Dice Masters, and the game is at what we have today. I thank you for this award and for finally the appreciation behind my creation of the whole game. Thank you, Rip, and congratulations. Uh, our next award is the Best Ministry of Dice podcast episode segment. And here to present the award, we have the figurehead of Dice Masters in the Netherlands, Peter van der Velde himself. Hello, everyone. It somehow seemed appropriate to do this while mildly intoxicated. <laughs> MOD is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Every two weeks it's another lottery and we find out if the latest episode brings us great highs or spectacular lows. Now, I admire Chris and Andy for having the balls to put out those lows. <laughs> but we're here to celebrate the highs. And in particular, the occasional winner of a segment these gents have come up with. So, without further ado, it is my great pleasure to announce the nominees for best segment. First, MOD Countdown, 30 Euphemisms. Yeah. This next one's great. Bullseye, peanut projectile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheetah, some manner of monster. Yeah. Flying car, buckle up. <laughs> Second, the bar. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to my partner in crime, who's going to get us going into some quiz action. Okay, so should we put the uh, theme tune in? Uh, yeah, let's put it in now. Oh, now? Yeah, about now. No. No, I'll tell you what, let's do it now. Okay. The third, global reverse collation, a.k.a. let's trick our loyal listeners into saying that Andy England is the greatest Dice Masters player. So this is my version. Aralax Solstrax Dara. <laughs> That's not too bad. The parallax is pretty clear. Hang on, let's do that again. Aralax Solstrax Dara. <laughs> and last but not least, Paul's book review. And as any witnesses in the carriage will confirm, as he left the train with his jogging bottoms round his ankles due to the explosive side effects, it was doubtful he would ever again dare to insult the chef at the Gurkha Grill, order of Indaloo, and set off on a six-hour rail trek. It really was awful luck that the toilets had been deactivated in the station for maintenance. Apologies there to our US of stateside fans and listeners in Canada for
for the gratuitous use of the word toilets there. And the winner is... The Gauk Hunting OP Kit Spoiler. <laughs> no, wait, wrong card. Let's try that again. The winner is... Global Reverse Collation. And here to accept the award is Andrew England, a.k.a. Mr. Backwards. Yes, congratulations, Andy. An exceptional piece of Q Branch work there. Very popular with the listeners. Uh, I don't know if anyone's realised or noticed, but it seems our most popular stuff tends to be entirely non Dice Masters related. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, the next award is for overall favourite episode. And here to present the award is the online Dice Masters guru himself, Troy otherwise known as Yort. Choosing a favorite episode is like choosing your favorite child. But if we're all honest, we actually do have a favorite child, don't we? <laughs> so we've been able to pick a favorite episode, because if we're still being honest, not all of them are winners. Like that unfortunate April Fool's one that preyed on the innocence of millions of listeners and disappointed them. <laughs> so, the nominees for most favorite episode are Number one. Christmas special 2018. Yes, that's right. We're going to do uh, Dice Master's Fortunes. And to help us through this Christmas special episode, we have not just one, not just two, not just three, not just four, not just five, but six special guests. Woo! Woo! Here, there they are. There they are. They are out there. Number two, episode 21. Who is the fake Mr. Six? Hello and welcome, mates, to episode 21 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, a.k.a. True Mr. Six. Number three, episode 42, the one and only Billy Shears. Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 42 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the UK. I'm Chris, otherwise known as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. Uh, A.K.A. Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George, that you are, that you are. (laughs) And number four, episode 33, Rick Moranis and the legendary Flowing Locks. Hello and welcome, folks to episode 33 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as Rick Moranis, and with me today I have Andy. And the winner is... The Christmas Special 2018! And to accept this award, we've got Chris. Yes, here I am to accept the award, the Christmas Special. A very... You know, warm, fuzzy, gooey feeling inside me when I think about the Christmas special. It was, I don't know, just very 
I'm being actually sincere and serious for a change. I don't know if people can notice this, but when we asked all our bar entrants um, to come along and, uh, you know, around Christmas time as well, to sit down and do what was basically a good two hours of chunnering rubbish <laughs> doing a quiz online, they all said yes. And in fact, everybody bar one who wanted to come but just couldn't because of they couldn't get the time off work for the, for the date and time we chose to record, came along and played. And um, that, you know, that just makes me feel... A big kind of warm Dice Masters community cuddle. It's nice. So thank you very much. Very nice. I'm also glad that you folks enjoyed it. <laughs> Next on the list is the best Ministry of Dice catchphrase. And here to present the award is our friend and fellow UK player, Mark Sloan. As a proud member of the MOD Wooden Spoon Owners Club, it gives me a very special pleasure to announce the winner of the Best Catchphrase Award. Like all the great celebrity partnerships, Eric and Ernie, Vic and Bob, Dick Dastardly and Mutley, <laughs> the MOD boys Chris and Andy are not short of a catchphrase or two. In the finest tradition of seaside comedians and the Christmas panto, millions of MOD listeners can be heard the world over regurgitating their favourite hallowed phrases to express their loyalty to the Ministry. So without further ado, the nominees for Best Catchphrase are... It's Bobbins. I was quite impressed with myself. I was on a bobbins hunt and could I find it? Could I bollocks? But we, say, we, we must say it often enough though that someone put it in the survey. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese, ham and cheese. Toasted, of course. All good things must come to an end. Uh, all things must come to an end, and this brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Ministry of Those podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Little known fact for the listeners. Little, little known fact for the listeners, actually, they may or may not be aware, but Andy was actually part of the production and design team who worked on the Tinder app. He built it mostly around his own personal experiences as a young teenager and some of the sad stories of love <laughs> and disappointment that he experienced there. How you find all these things out about me, I'll never know. And the winner is... Little known fact for the listeners. And to accept this award again, we have Chris. Yes, thank you for this award. Uh, I, I don't really know what to say. It, it, it's nice to have acknowledgement for the fact that my head is just full of just complete random sh**. There's a, there's a bleep for you, Andy. You're editing this oh, one. Crikey, you've got enough editing as it is. I know, yeah, but that's my revenge because you did, did this to me a couple of episodes back. Uh, but but little known fact for the listeners, actually, while we're talking about award ceremonies, do you know that uh, Walt Disney has won the most Oscars than anyone else. He's been nominated for 64 awards in total, and he took away 26 of those during his lifetime. The second most nominated person, and this one's pretty cool, is the composer John Williams himself. There you go. Yeah, 47 Academy Award nominations in total. Yeah, and we all know that John Williams is the man. Uh, yes, folks, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, our appreciation to those who voted on the survey that we put out to help us form the answers to those. We hope you enjoyed the little clips, the little snippets, so that 
and hopefully nostalgia. They brought, yeah, they brought back fond memories of uh, listening to us on your commute to work or on the train, on the bus, whatever. However you listen to us um, in the bath. Yeah, yeah, in fact, yeah. While shaving, we've had that. We've been yeah, yeah. Uh, just thank you for being with us for this last two years, and we hope to enjoy your company for another another year yet. Or two. Or two, indeed, yeah. Yes, welcome back, listeners. The two-year anniversary special celebration episode continues. And this time, rather than talking about the gifts that you've given to us, we've got a very special gift for you. We have WizKids, honker, honker, burning love himself, Jimmy Darwin O'Brien joining us today. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going very well. <laughs> Re- really flattered by the, the celebrity treatment I received from you guys. Well, you, you are a celebrity. I, I, I told you this last time, I think, although I don't know whether it made it onto the episode, but we certainly talked about it when we when we chatted last time you came to visit us, that to us, you're the, the, you're this kind of mythical guy who does fan appreciation events, who, who who's the, the gatekeeper to the spoilers, you know? I, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly it. Like, other people make the good stuff, and I just get to reveal it, so <laughs> yeah. it's... You know, the the backstage crew doesn't always get the, the credit they deserve, but I'm happy to be part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> the public face, the public face. Of yeah, 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 here, here and there. Yeah. So I refer to you as the hunker hunker burning love from WizKids because uh, the reason you've, you've joined us today is to talk a little bit about the upcoming Worlds events. Yeah, so Worlds being at Graceland is really exciting. Mm. It's very different. And it's led to a number of questions from people just because they're not used to going there. They're not, it's not like Gen Con or Origins where they kind of already are used to that because maybe they attended it before they played Dice Masters. Yeah. Or, you know, those organizations just have um, a robust infrastructure for communicating the event details, whereas we just primarily put out the product and running an event like this is kind of new for us. Yeah, so I, w- I was going to ask about that because, as you mentioned, traditionally com- competitive events of that nature take place, as you say, at gaming conventions. You know, we have ours at the UK Games Expo quite often here in the UK. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, so what's kind of what's kind of driven that that decision to have an independent WizKids event? So we have the opportunity, and uh, I think it's a, a nice experience for the fans that they get to go to this tourist destination as part of the world's experience and also it's it's just a a, like a good relationship for us with with graceland and there's no badge fee which is nice like i'm sure you guys have to pay to get into uk games yes yeah you have to get it pay to get in something else and so the fact that we get to kind of experiment with that that people aren't paying you know 50 60 dollars for the weekend they can they can walk on in they can pay for parking or or you know whatever they're going to be doing there just simplifies things in a lot of ways which is cool yeah i think i i I, I just keeping an eye on some of the chat around the social medias i think that's certainly one of the more popular elements because you're right you know it's um it's it's an expensive affair competing um even even, yeah even in a game like dice masters and so yeah i think that's a a nice little bit of added value but of course the choice destination element the the elvis connection that's super fun are you an elvis fan yourself yeah i i I am an elvis fan so joel who owns WizKids has said there's two kinds of people people who are elvis fans and people who don't know that they're elvis fans yet (laughs) and um it's like but it's like the exposure to elvis and graceland kind of 
even if you're just someone who can like listen and enjoy the music, it's tough to realize the kind of widespread impact that Elvis has had. Uh, there was an Elvis album that came out in 2018. They took his gospel recordings and they put it with new background vocals and they did a duet with Lisa Marie. Mm. Um, Graceland is the number two most visited residence in the United States, the number one being the White House. So it's it just kind of a you can't overstate the impact and it, it's just really wild. Yeah, you really can't. It, uh, a little known fact for you folks: my parents only two weeks ago came back from a tour of the U.S. and Graceland was one, on one of their stops. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I hope they enjoyed it. I, I believe that they did. Yeah, I believe that they did. Uh, although I think my dad was more interested in: is there a motorcycle exhibition and Elvis's Cadillacs? Yeah, so there's the Cadillacs, there's the airplanes, yeah, I, there's, pro- the airplane. there's probably motorcycles also. Yeah, I haven't been there yet, so my my first trip there is going to be uh, the Weekend of Worlds. Oh, very good. Yes. See, I'm a big Beatles fan. I think everybody knows that. And John Lennon, he was he was a huge Elvis fan from Elvis, yeah. certainly Elvis's fifties output. Yeah. I always got a kind of I don't know if you saw my note in the message. I always got a kind of sort of a Sticks Ario Speedwagon kind of hair rock sort of vibe from you, Jimmy. I'm... <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm I am a big Sticks fan. Um, I knew it. <laughs> so yeah. No, I, I I love I love Sticks music. Like uh, it's one of those things that like growing up. Like I'd heard different songs that I would come to find out were theirs, and it's like, oh yeah, like I would listen to these songs enough to know the words, but like didn't realize it was all the same people. I thought so. it was because of the hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, it's just yeah, the, the hair is just its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to talk to me about that, brother. <laughs> but no, no Elvis, no sticks. There's, you can you can track that all the way back, can't you, through the um, through the ages. Uh, brilliant. Okay, let's. Uh, we're on. We're in random tangent land. Let's bring it back to Dice Masters. So one thing that stood out to a lot of people and certainly leapt out the page at me was the formats that you guys have chosen to put on. Global Escalation, Modern, both uh, and Ten in Ten. You, you've knocked those around a little bit, but one format in particular has got everybody a chattering, and that's the preview draft. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that, Jimmy? So. It's kind of no surprise to people that we are reusing the old dice tooling in new colors for the upcoming sets. Wait, and then what? We, that's just, but then it's just one part of it, right? <laughs> and so it kind of creates an opportunity for us here, which is we can do some prototype cards of things that are going to use the old dice. You know, we have the old dice that we can supply. And we can let players draft in this experience that is not going to exist in quite the same way in the future. And so it's going to be the, the plan right now. And it's it's kind of like subject to change and what makes it through the process on time and everything like that. But the hope is that it's going to be a mixture of cards from the Spider-Man uh, box set and team pack and then some of the Avengers draft cards and so we're going to mix them together in some hopefully smart way and give some people some dice to work with. And we're going to have one draft pod on uh, Saturday and one draft pod on Sunday. And so people are going to get um, prototype editions of these cards that the, that version of the card is not going to end up existing in the boosters because it's going to have the old die colors with the oh. new art and effects. And so um, just something neat and different and early and fun. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, 
Wow, I'm well <laughs> yeah. jealous. Yeah, green, green <laughs> with envy. Yeah, um, but so though these these cards won't go on to be modern legal then. They're, no, because it, it just they're it a collector's piece. Sense. They're 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 really they're a collector's piece. They're an experience. Um, you know, it's it's better than a dice master's postcard to go home with. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I still think it's super fun. And even though they may not be modern legal in a competitive sense, these folks can take them back to their local gaming groups. You know. Yeah, yeah, and if you want, if you want to play for fun with the cards to get ready for the new sets, they're a great little tool. Um, which I'm, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be doing. Yes, I fully anticipate some photographs hit, leaking out and hitting the net. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I think people are going to be really excited for their polls and to see some of the the spicy cards coming out okay i'm loving that i'm loving it it's um it's it's got a real nice flavor to it and um you know and i suppose from your perspective it's a good opportunity to kind of take a look and see how these cards play for realsies yeah i think we're we're probably gonna have to have everything to the printer before then so it's it's not like it's not like this is a public play test session really sure if if something was like totally out of control we might try and do some kind of like uh, premature ban or something but i don't forecast that being the case with uh, the mix of cards we have sure sure so the the driving intent is fully let's just give the fans something really fun really new really exciting to engage with let them get their hands on the the new stuff before anyone else uh, give it a bit of lift a bit of jazz yeah exactly like this this event should be really special and this is something we were able to do so we're doing it yeah, very good. Yeah, love it. Um, uh, speaking of formats, the the other format that leapt out at me was the, which I thought was an interesting choice, was the pauper format. Yeah. So j- just to be clear, just making sure everyone's understanding of this is the same. We uh, down at my local, we play pauper pauper format as commons and starters cards only. Is that is my understanding correct there? I have to double check with the rules team, but I think <laughs> that the plan is for it to be commons and basic action cards only. So, like the campaign box cards might not be part of the mix because that's just kind of wonky. That like, you know, mm-hmm. the cl- clayface with the global would probably have been a rare had we put it into a regular set. So to include <laughs> him into a pauper format doesn't really make sense. So I, I believe that is the intent, and the rules form is going to get updated hopefully by the time this airs with that information great yeah okay brill so it's going to be golden it's going to be getting into those classic those classic common cards from days of yore i think that might be the case it might just be modern like the so rotation hasn't we haven't done any kind of rotation to get rid of the last few sets that had comments so it might actually be just a really limited pool of regular cards with a very large pool of basic action cards to go with it so that's that might be how it ends up working out. Um, it was it was just more important to get information out that hey, this is this is the kind of thing happening at Graceland, and kind of nailing down the last few bits as we can. Yeah, sure, sure, and and, and equally just uh, talking about uh, getting updates, rules team updates out there. There's a note mentioning that the global escalation format is now including the latest worlds and nationals teams on the list. Did I did I see yes. that? Yeah. And- that's that's correct. So I, I received a question today. Um, Canadian nationals just happened. Why is that not getting updated as part of the thing, the global escalation list? Other countries' nationals have not had the same population as the U.S. And so to try and pick and choose which countries make it versus which ones don't or setting like a player cap or something like that is just overly complex. And so it was just easier for us to pick, okay, well, you know, U.S. nationals is a very large event. We'll use that as the 
the baseline for what gets added to global escalation from that timeline of nationals and then worlds is its own thing and those are just the two events yeah okay okay challenge accepted though let's i'm going to be recruiting like a maniac for uk nationals now (laughs) in an an attempt to better the number (laughs) yeah yeah, i'll figure out something real special for you guys if you can get over 30 people oh wow you heard it here first folks you heard it here first a date would be nice jimmy hint hint nudge nudge wink wink (laughs) (laughs) i'd I'd love to defer to kenny on that one oh i've been messaging today don't you worry i've just i've um, i've set my sights on (laughs) oh yeah poor poor kenny so we you know we announced everything like thursday night and friday morning and kenny was really sick over the weekend it's like oh like what what a weekend to not be feeling your best when everyone's like messaging you all these questions about everything (laughs) i'm sure he's blocked chris I think he possibly has blocked me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and who'd blame him? I am, I am tenaciously annoying. We, all, everybody on this call knows that, and I think a number of the listeners are very well aware of that. I like a dog with a bit in my teeth. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, if, folks. If we get over Thursday, we'll we'll get in touch with Jimmy. Thursday. At thirty. Sorry, I was 30. it's because Jimmy just said Thursday about and out making announcements on Thursdays and Fridays. That's so why. bring your mums, bring your dads, yeah, bring yeah. your kids. Yeah, everybody just 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 shove a team list in their hands and then Andy, <laughs> Andy will make them all cry by defeating them ruthlessly. Seventy five year old mums at a table opposite Ben. I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> if you- Get a double-decker bus worth of uh, Dice Masters <laughs> players going. Yeah, like so. There's a there's a whole thing about uh, in Manchester about getting the coach from your local pub and going to Blackpool for the weekend. Doesn't <laughs> this probably don't mean anything to you, Jimmy? But uh, are you aware of this, Andy? We have we have similar but it's, it's to uh, Western Supermare or Margate. Yeah, sure. Is, <laughs> like, seaside locations. Yeah. Beach locations. Yeah. So your local down the road, Jimmy, your local pub that like all the you, you off the back in back in days when pub were on end of street like, and everybody went in for a pint after work. You'd have these kind of Saturday morning six a.m. coach pulls up thirty forty people rock on with with a load of uh, if I say tinny, do you know what I mean by tinny? No, I don't know what that is. Tinny's like uh, you know a, 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 a lager in a can, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you get your twenty-four pack of tinnies, you <laughs> and your whiskey. You load up on. It's called a sharabang, and then you go to the nearest seaside resort, which in the UK is basic, basically Tupney machines and. Um, <laughs> what Tupney machine? You know, I don't two, know what that is. The two penny, you know, with the shufflers. What Tupney machines with the two peas, and you drop them in, and the yeah, shufflers. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, let's get back on track. Let's get back okay, on track. Yeah. But we'll get we'll get a Sharabang on for the UK nationals. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Magical okay. Mystery Tour was based on Sharabangs. In there, uh, in the Italian job, Italian job, isn't there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus, bus. Oh, I it's like a few weeks ago. I said I need to rewatch the Italian job because I like heist movies and like why why am I not rewatching that? The Michael Caine one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only one, isn't it? Well, for sure. Not the remake don't I'm count. Just, I'm just double checking. Yeah, that's what it's, it's those coaches like that and just lo- loading on a coach. Anyway, uh, Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> World. <laughs> Lasso this back on track. But one, one thing we're particularly interested in, Jimmy, actually, just looking at me notes, I actually made notes for this conversation, um, is, you know, obviously getting over to Memphis for a number of us internationally, uh, uh, Dice Masters fans internationally, is a bit of a challenge. You know, will arrangements be made to stream the games? It's something that we're, we're always very keen to see. 
Um, so we're, we're working on it. The exhibition center at Graceland is actually pretty new. And so they're trying to figure out if uh, everything works as they expect and what the Wi-Fi situation means for the demands of streaming. And then, like, uh, you know, with everybody being on their cell phones, is that going to factor in? If mm. we're doing – when we do our sales, we have to do that over Wi-Fi. How does that factor in? And so mm. while on the, the baseline, it seems like we should be good to stream, uh, making it good quality, uh, I just got to cross my fingers, and so it's tough to overpromise. Okay, sure, but it's it's certainly something that's on your radar. That, that, it's like... it's on our radar. We've contacted uh, people to come out and be the ones actually doing the streaming, so there should be recorded games if there's not uh, a live stream, at least. Okay, brilliant. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah, that's really exciting. Uh, I didn't get to watch anything, but I saw there was a Canadian Nationals live stream this weekend, that and people were saying good things about it, so uh, I'm going to have to go catch up on that news yeah shahin did a, a, a tremendous job actually um the stream <coughs> yeah um with the way he set it all up and everything so yeah, you might want to tap him up for a bit of advice um <laughs> <laughs> just to get your company to get in touch hint hint, hint right <laughs> yeah 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 I'm, I'm always you know seize every opportunity regret nothing um the prizing is super prestigious as well this time around, Jimmy, isn't it? Uh, the, thing, the thing that particularly stood yeah. out to me was the X-Men animated series theme promo cards. I used to love that as a kid. Yeah, no, so that's that's super exciting that we have that opportunity. You know, every time we get to go and do something a little bit new and different, uh, it's it's always exciting. When you, when you kind of consider that Marvel's out there doing their thing with the movies, like everything else is not as important by comparison so when we get to do something different and special uh that's that's always a super good feeling yeah yeah absolutely uh one thing i did see someone chatting about i think it was on the discord group was in order to accrue the full set of the x-men promos do you need to enter several events and kind of pick up a different one at each yeah so you're gonna need to do some side events you're gonna need to participate in world championships and then i think you might need to make the top eight of worlds i I, i'm i'm not sure that we have a final agreement on that so some some of the promos are going to be pretty pretty tough to come by sure sure as well they should be they should be prestigious yeah um but uh, yeah i I just noticed someone asking that the other day and then one thing i did want to ask out ask about actually just um while we're talking about uh, new cards you've got another fan appreciation event booked in um, we, well, we do. Can we, can we so, yeah, see much dice masters there? I was a little cryptic on some details with sets last time, and I hope to have uh, exciting things to show off at that point. When it comes to the scope of what we're showing off, uh, this is probably going to have just as much a focus on hero clicks as Origins did. Uh, there might be relatively more dice masters. And then relatively more uh, Star Trek Attack Wing. Not as much board games and miniature stuff because we don't. There's not really an event for those people at Graceland. Mm-hmm. And so, unlike Origins, where even though we're not necessarily running events for the board games, that crowd is in attendance anyway. So maybe they come by and we want to make sure we have something to show them. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, I, lo- I love a, f- a good fan appreciation event. Those juicy spoilers. <laughs> It's a blogger's yeah, dream. Yeah, no, it's it's a really it's a really good event. It, like, and I think we we show spoilers at a lot of different events, 
I think the fan appreciation at Origins and now Worlds is just the two best like spoiler drops of the year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely they are. I stayed up. Oh, I think you knew that. Actually, someone said. I know. I, I knew. Yeah. That, I knew that. I was really impressed. That's uh, that's because uh, <laughs> I've got. I basically have no life outside of Dice Masters and the blog I write about it, Jimmy. That's. <laughs> it's, it's actually tragic when you pause and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Middle-aged you know, man sat up at three in the morning. There's sessions out there, refreshing right? Refreshing Facebook, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Oh dear, but yeah, I did uh, well. I'm glad you were impressed. At least somebody was. <laughs> Just um, you mentioned HeroClix before. Um, the taking care of business package is uh, is it has uh, HeroClix gifts listed. Is there a Dice Masters alternative for the Dice Masters players? So there's not. Um, there's kind of just no. Like when you think about the value of those Heroclix promos in the secondary market, it's not like you have <laughs> nope. that kind of thing that makes sense as a substitute for Dice Masters. And we're expecting kind of just a different proportion of players. So to kind of make a package for the hundreds of Heroclix players that are going to attend versus to make a package for the, I'm going to say, 50-ish we're hoping for Dice sure. Masters players. And even if we came up to like 100 Dice Masters players, it's still... Um, going to pale in comparison to the Heroclix turnout, so mm. it's it's not great to make the two different things. So we are, we are able to do a substitution on the uh, tournament entry that you can trade, you can sub out the Heroclix Battle Royale event for a Dice Master side event, but the the promos they're kind of just yours to trade or trade away or something else with, you know, up to you guys. Sure, sure. The the if you're interested in the tour at all the tour by itself would be more expensive than the package. So like it, it's kind of, it's kind of a snap deal. If you have any interest in Graceland, which we hope everybody does. Um, and one, so one of the questions I actually got in early in the week was like, well, if I'm coming to play dice masters as much as I can all weekend, what am I supposed to have at the time to go on the tour? Mm. And my, my answer to that is kind of, well, if you're planning on starting playing at nine 30 or 10 in the morning on Friday, you're probably getting there on Thursday we don't have any events then go go on the tour then mm. yeah. yeah take advantage of it well yeah yeah so yeah very good very good i think a lot of people will be there just for the hardcore dice masters ring though oh yeah no i i definitely anticipate that yeah very it's good. a good idea though it's a good good way to get rid of the uh, the family isn't it <laughs> take the family <laughs> Get on the tour, have fun, see you in three days. Yeah, I'm just gonna take this dice. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I'm trotting off with my dice bag and Matt over this way. See you later. <laughs> that's that's a, a smart workaround for sure. Yeah, yeah. And he's always see he's always thinking that Andy, strategic guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one like up the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, <So you> just, <laughs> just worldwide tourist destinations from here on in Jimmy. Yeah. That's the. <laughs> that's that's what it's going to have to be in order in order that people can uh, farm off the wife and kids or husband and kids onto other things. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like if if we just have the you know the pick of the litter on tourist destinations, uh, it's it's going to be tough to narrow down for next year. But we'll we'll have to figure it out. Uh, where would you choose if you could choose anywhere? <laughs> oh, I mean, I would selfishly just pick some place I haven't been yet, and so that's that's not a good way to do it. Because, like, it's it's probably really inconvenient to, like, send everyone to Japan or something. Yeah, sure. Um, 
especially because we don't print the game in that language so like <laughs> what, a, what a terrible decision yeah um, caribbean island <laughs> yeah right um so i've i've been to i've been to london before and i think that would be super exciting to be able to kind of move everybody over there but i don't i don't know that uh we necessarily have like the the infrastructure for the for the volunteers to all end up over <laughs> on a different continent and stuff like that. So, um, we, I, I'm actually just hoping that Graceland is better than everybody expects, and maybe we go back next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, of course, you got that connection. Uh, yeah, as you say, yeah, that so. opportunity to leverage. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, that that was all the questions that I had pre-prepared. Uh, Andy, have you got anything you want to throw in there at the end? Uh, no, I'm just very, very jealous. <laughs> yeah. If you do need a couple of commentators, you know, maybe not this year, maybe next year. Let us know. We'll we'll keep you guys on the list, but uh, <laughs> I, I, really, really tough to make promises, you know. Uh, we, you know, we're cheap. You know. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't cost a great deal. Four or five uh, figure. Uh, possibly more appropriate to bring us out for you know the the release of historical dice masters. Yeah, how is that going? Uh, so the History Channel is still not returning my calls, so gonna gonna have to make some of my own history, so they have to call me. Okay, fair play, fair play. <laughs> you can't argue <laughs> with that logic at all. <laughs> what we haven't said is is the date. When is Wells happening? What is the date of the uh, the WizKids weekend? Oh, uh, the date is going to be September six, seven, and eight, I believe. I'm I'm popping open the calendar to to look at it and confirm. Yeah, September sixth, seventh, and eighth are the three days of the event. Awesome stuff. Three days. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's going to be excellent, man. Excellent. Uh, Well, Jimmy, awesome for Dice Masters fans. (laughs) Well, we see that uh, the Elvis promo card. That could be the first of the you know musical legends historical Dice Masters pack. I. I would not bank on it, but you know we never <laughs> say never. So, cross your fingers, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll keep the fingers crossed. Well, Jimmy, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners about worlds that have maybe not been covered by my questions at this point? Um, just we're we're looking forward to seeing everybody who can show up, and you know if you can't make it, encourage your your locals to come come out and kick some butt. Yeah, very yeah. Good. Need to knock Arch off his top spot, don't we? Hmm. Indeed, we do twice in a row, that lad. Okay, he's he and he's not showing any signs of slowing down. So <laughs> he's not played Andy yet. That is true. Yeah. Uh, at which point yeah. he'll still show no signs of slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> My bad playing is is infectious. <laughs> Andy's best days are behind him, you know, Jimmy. It's uh, it was a one and done with this lad. I was a national champion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One and done. He could do a repeat this year. We don't know yet. Um, Watch this space. The Phoenix space will rise. <laughs> yeah. <See>? Confidence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, no comment. I'm just saying I play the guy every week. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. He's taught him everything he knows. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, just oh that's a dice been dropped. It is. I'm fiddling. I'm fiddling while we're on the call. I'm halfway through building a team. I've got a modern night on at the local tomorrow. Oh, what are you playing? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of why there's dice everywhere. It's gone a bit chaotic. 
I, I might even just end up falling. We're doing an exclusion league. It's the first week of the exclusion league, so whatever wins tomorrow gets banned for the next couple of weeks. You should just play whatever you don't want to play against in case you win. Well, that's that was something that kind of crossed my mind. However, the team and the quality of the player is where the disconnect happens there because I could play the best team in the world and still come last. So, you know... That's I mean, you, you don't just, realize if you just play step. often enough, you're going to hit some pretty bad uh, floors, you know? <laughs> the thing with Chris is Chris doesn't play the attack step. He, he's missed that page out of the rule book. <laughs> So, oh, so he does his, his okay. main step. He goes, oh, direct damage, ping, ping, ping. Mm. Over to you. And he, he doesn't get it. It doesn't get that you should attack with the dice and do combat damage. I don't need to attack with the dice and do combat damage. I've usually killed you by turn four, turn five with the ping. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, attacking is often a disadvantage. Like, it's actually one of the, the best nuances in the game, right? That, like, oh, I, I got to hit you with the guy, and now that guy's gone for a bit. So, like, I, I get it. Yeah. See, Andy? See? Uh, doesn't need to come back around when I do your 20. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> if, if, if you do me 20, yeah. If you've saved 10 masks back in any... <laughs> I could save ten, I'd save 10 masks back. You don't need oh. Just roll a thrown brick, hit you for seven, spend the rest on static field in your back, bro. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, poor Jimmy in the middle of our... <laughs> <laughs> a quarrel. <laughs> long-standing dispute i'm a wombo no, no. combo dad. i really want people to feel bad for me you could just edit it and add another 40 minutes of disagreement in between me saying anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then just drop you in at the end <laughs> okay well thanks guys <laughs> it's so tempting to do that but we're not we're not we just have like the intro at the start and then cut it to us having a big argument and then, <laughs> then... <laughs> <laughs> miss everything else got a lot of flexibility in posts <laughs> we certainly do we certainly do so Jimmy what about having us out as commentators yes guys absolutely your flight <laughs> tickets will be waiting for <laughs> and he's pretty good at putting a soundboard together you know <laughs> yeah, my Tony Wheatland soundboard yeah for sure all right, then. Right, well, right, the, yeah, we'll wrap up. We're, we're rambling off. We're in the weeds. Uh, thank you, Jimmy, for coming along. Hey, anytime, guys. You have a good one. Yeah, absolutely. We'll not, we'll not take up any more of your, your evening, folks. So if they've got questions about Worlds as, as it gets closer and closer, where should they direct those questions, Jimmy? They should send those questions to the WizKids Facebook page because they will end up at the person who is most likely to know the answer that way. Sure. So if it's rules related, it'll get to rules team. If it's yeah, if it's scheduling related, it'll it'll go to the right people and so on. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks, my man and folks. I hope you enjoyed our little anniversary treat brought along by Jimmy there. Yes. Welcome back, boys and girls. Wasn't that exciting? Didn't you think that was exciting, Andy? Just then. I was very exciting. Yeah, I couldn't contain myself. Um, so, <laughs> in joke. Um, so we're, we're yeah moving on to this next segment on our two-year anniversary extravaganza because we like the word extravaganza. What's another word we could use for it actually? Ooh, putting on the spot. Um... Celebration. Hootenanny. Hootenanny. <laughs> the two-year anniversary hootenanny. It's our birthday. Yeah. Um, carrying on. Well, this is a, a Q Branch segment. Andy's been away t- over there, tinkering away in his Q Branch. Once again, I have no idea what I'm about to face, but it involves equipment. I've been asked to get some stuff together <laughs> and ready. So I'm going to hand over and let the uh, let the 
Andy England, a.k.a. Make Chris Do Random Things, take over. Yeah, well, I won't be asking you to do anything too random today. Um, as Chris said, it is our birthday, and with birthdays come birthday presents, and we've got a little birthday present for you. For me? I have indeed. Oh, that's very nice of you. Well, I do try. I do try indeed. Uh, so what uh, I would like you to do is if you go on to our very secret Google Drive. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully you will see uh, the work in progress episode folder for episode 51. Yes, I can see that. And go into that and you'll see a... I've got intfink. I had to like make a secret word for it so you didn't get what it was. So if I saw it prior to this... <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> just right. In case you saw it randomly. Yeah, it's in um, there. Int Fink two. So this is is something I've been working on for a little while, a couple of months. Right. Um. So without any further I ado, got you, uh, I'll ask you to press play, and I'll pass you over to uh, to Andy. Right. So I'm gonna hit play on this now. I have to take the headset off to put my headphones in. Okay. Cool. All right. It's loading. The blue bar's going across the screen. Oh. Thanks, Andy. You're a legend. Hi, Chris. Happy birthday. Happy for a little birthday present just for you, right. I've got together with a few friends of the show to make something a little bit special. So sit back, relax, enjoy the birthday party, because... <laughs> Tonight I'm going to have myself... A real good time. I feel like and the world turning inside out. Yeah, floating around Beautiful. in ecstasy. So don't stop me now. Don't stop me because I'm having a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, James is a shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger. <laughs> Defying the laws of gravity. I'm a racing car passing by like Lady Dabber. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go, go. There's no stopping me. It's turning through the dice, yeah. 200 more rolls, that's why they call me Mr. Shriek. Because I'm traveling at the speed of geek. I wanna make a dice chucking man out of you. It's Dear My Water himself, Stephen Cookers. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. Don't stop me now. If you wanna have a good time, just give me a call. Jono. Don't stop me having a good time. Don't stop me. Yes, I'm having a good time. Don't want to stop at all. The one, the only, Isaac Beer. Yeah, I'm a rocket ship on my way to Mars on a collision course. I am a satellite. I'm out of control. I'm a sex machine ready to reload. Like an atom bomb about to oh, 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 we explode. Burning through the sky. Yeah, 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> I'm traveling at the speed of light. Yes. I want to make a supersonic woman of you. Our main man, Stuart. Don't stop me, don't stop me, don't stop me. Hey, ooh, hey, ooh, hey, yeah. don't stop me, don't stop me. Ooh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Don't stop me, have a good time, good time. Don't stop me, don't stop me. Oh, 
Archie Lucan from Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Burning through the sky. Yeah. 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. I'm, I'm traveling at the speed of light. I want to make a supersonic man out of you. Champion. Andy Spuck. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a good time. I think I had the Scottish Dice Masters. TJ. Stop me now if you want to have a good time. Double drop. It's a cannonball. Everybody for the big finish. Stop me now. Don't stop me now. Don't stop me now. Still going at the end. <laughs> what do you think of that? That was amazing. <laughs> Hang on, let me take the headphones out. <laughs> so have you just sat there in silence while I've listened to that? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get mine to sink in, so I was just listening to your reaction. However, the magic of podcasting, hopefully that would have all been edited around so everyone would be able to hear that. Yeah, so we've recorded my reaction there as well. Oh dear. Well, thank you, Andrew, and thank you very much, everybody else. I'm genuinely surprised. I had no idea that was coming. <laughs> I'm shocked that I kept that quiet, and everyone else managed to as well. Not, not, yeah, not a dicky bird from anybody. So I would like to say thank you to everyone who got involved, and everyone was very, very supportive and and was well up for it, which was. Uh, was a shock uh, <laughs> and um uh, it's it's to another another couple of years yeah cheers folks so give me the total list then of everyone who <laughs> was in <laughs> <laughs> okay well we have got uh let me see if i can remember so we've got james and zach from james and zach play dice masters yep. we've got tony weakland from uh detroit Who's that? Uh, <laughs> and uh, the shark tank uh you then have uh dm armada himself stephen cookus mm-hmm. uh, followed by the main man of dm north Jordo. Jordo. Name. uh going on from there you then have uh isaac from gaming with sidekicks uh, Michaela Kuba from the Dice Coalition. Uh, that went into a brilliant uh, rendition of <laughs> Don't Stop Me Now by Joe Vega from Chris and Rob's Game Room. <laughs> uh, from there, we have uh, Stu Dixon from Stu Art mm-hmm. and Ben Said Scott, our uh, Canadian and former UK super champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, we have uh, Rolling Thunder, uh, Arjun Lucan. Central European champion himself, Andy Spug, the figurehead of uh, Scottish Dice Masters, TJ, and then the whole crew at the end. <laughs> Tremendous work. Tremendous work. I can't, I'm absolutely, I am genuinely, it's not often I'm struggle for words, but I don't know what to say. I'm touched. There we go. There On we to go. the next segment. <laughs> You've managed to stun me to silence. <laughs> <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs>
That was f***ing brilliant. Uh, you set for the outro then. Okay. Okay, here we go. Five seconds of silence. All good things must come to an end. <laughs> uh, another episode of the Ministry of Dice. I hope you've enjoyed, enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed recording. recording it. I've been Andy, aka True Mr. Six, and with uh, me today has been <laughs> Chris, aka the Manchester Cuddly Bear. Did you like that? No, I didn't like that. You pissed me off. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Manchester Cuddly Bear, what the... What is that? What, what was that all about? All the things I could have said in that moment. Do you know, I, I'll explain why. I am literally looking at one of my little girl's Cuddly Bears. It's got a little balloon, silver with pink writing, that says thank you, and it's one of those little kind of, um, you know, like you're getting Clintons. Yeah, that's nice. But, um, okay. And I think that's where okay. it could have gone. Although, their music box is on the floor, I suppose it's better than saying... Uh, Chris, aka Tambourine. <laughs> Could be. Although that, that's now my new text alert for when you text me. <laughs> <laughs> the Manchester Cuddly Bear. Bear. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what a way to end. After all the hard work we put into this episode, that's the bit that's going to stick. And it just. Well, it I hope just. everyone has enjoyed our birthday special and all of the Dice Masters content we've had for today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been meta changing. <laughs> it's really informative. It's like the in depth nitty gritty. We hope that both experienced players and people new to the game will be able to enjoy this <laughs> and learn something from it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's anyway, wrap it up there. Come back in two weeks, folks, for the Can- Canadian Nationals. Oh, that stuff from Jimmy was pretty good, though. Yeah, it's really good. That was nice to get a little bit of that behind-the-scenes insight into like what was going on with Worlds and what they were thinking and the formats and stuff. Nearly as good as uh, Don't Stop Me Now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was amazing. I was. It's very rare, as I said, it, when you played it to me, it's very rare that's, that I am lost for words, but that actually stunned me to the spot. <laughs> actually stunned me to the spot cool cool oh, so, uh, I put you off I? yeah yeah I don't know how to I can't, <laughs> I wrap, I I can't wrap the thing up you've, you've completely discombobulated me you're welcome like to say you're welcome that one comes up a lot as well as let it go you're a very Disney guy aren't you that one just comes up in real life as well do you know if you like if you open a door for someone mm-hmm. and they don't say thank you I always go you're welcome <laughs> Or if you let someone, you know, let the car go past and they don't do the little obligatory wave or flash the lights. Like, Welcome! I must say it about 12 times a day. Well, because all Southerners are rude, so I get to say it a lot. Yeah, sure. That was possibly... That, that'll be a nominee for the best little-known fact next year. I'm, I'm certain of it. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll see you in two, two weeks, boys and girls. Uh, bye-bye! <laughs>
Who is John Williams? What? Are you serious? Yeah. Have you really just? <laughs> this is staying in the podcast. Please leave this in. Have you? Have you genuinely just asked me who is John Williams? Is he like a relative? Uh, well, uh, interestingly enough, my brother is actually called John Williams. Um, but so he's you're not, talking about your brother? Yeah, but he's not the John Williams. My brother is Jonathan Williams, and this is John Williams with a H. Jo- John Williams is the composer who wrote who wrote the Star Wars music. He orchestrated the Star Wars soundtrack, Jurassic Park, E.T., <laughs> Harry Potter, Indiana Jones... Superman, the guy's an absolute legend. You don't know who John Williams is? No, I always preferred Alan Silvestri. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Great choice. <laughs> Damn it! I thought you were going to know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you genuinely think I wasn't going to know who Alan Silvestri was? But I suppose if you knew who John Williams was. Yeah. But then I can cut all this out anyway, so there we go. <laughs> the light of day uh, Alan Silvestri uh, I mean I, I think it doesn't he do the Marvel stuff now uh, he's, done, he's done Avengers Back to the Future yeah sure Back to the Future is what I know him Loads specifically I mean he's done lots of uh, most of Zemeckis's Robert Zemeckis's stuff he always crops up yeah yeah he must be minted he's done loads of big films like even little films like he did the 18 film the reboot well I didn't know that I didn't know that. I know him from Back to the Future, that's where. I know that from researching uh, Rip Thunder's yeah. acceptance speech that I found out earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that the lot done? <laughs> uh, we need to just, like, cap it off. 